you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of rewards. Here's over there, Larson. It's coming up on the end of the month. It's the end of the month. Uh, so I put together, I'm going back, I'm going to be doing these digital care packages again where you get a couple of gifts either from the show or just silly wrestling stuff that we've yeah. talked about throughout the yeah. month. You get some desktop wallpapers, some phone wallpapers, Ooh. and I've got the the, the August Ooh. digital care package. So if you guys get your that Ooh. goes, you get that at five dollars and up. Five dollars a month gets you five bonus episodes of Going In Raw, Correct. every single week, and it gets you the digital care package. But well, that, that deal is also good for the uh, YouTube members. Yes, YouTube channel members will receive the same. Yeah, all you got to do is click that join button, yes. and uh, you can have access to the Here, bonus while you episodes. look through these new patrons uh, over the weekend, uh, uh, we got a new member, Dragon Reborn. Dragon Reborn. New That's member a of familiar Slow name. Wolf Pack. Yes, it's welcome. a familiar name Dragon now. Reborn, the Slow Wolf Pack. The Reborn Dragon is part of Slow Wolf Pack. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we do have some new uh, friendos. Angelina Lichelli, Matt Hanselman, Mr. O'Shea. And Marinko, Thank all you. new patrons. Welcome. At $1, you, you get a shout-out, and you get the show ad-free. Yep. You can import your RSS feed into your favorite podcast yep. app. That isn't called Spotify. Yes. Uh, before we uh, proceed with the news, uh, Twinewinder here in chat says, this weekend is Triple Mania. We're going to be doing a live stream of Triple Mania. Oh, very exciting. Um, I think it starts at 5.30 Saturday. 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 Yeah, August 3rd, Yeah. Um, 8.30 Eastern. Uh, okay. We're going to be sitting back there. I'm going to try to get the couch from my parents' house. Yeah, I'm in, man, whenever you need the uh, uh, dad's uh, The van, man. yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll have some special guests joining us. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. As a, I forget, did Hilton confirm or no? I thought we confirmed I, Luchando, the Luchando confirmed, yes. Yeah, it's Hilton. Luchando. It's the same guy. You un, you demasked him here on the show. Unmasked. You, you unmasked unmaskerist him. I unmaskerist him. Yeah. yeah. I don't want that thing on his face. He's got a beautiful well, facha. Well, yeah, he's got a face. <laughs> oh man anyways uh so yeah that's very exciting and here's the thing what? this isn't any normal live stream coming up on the third no it's triple mania man no it's and it's not just triple mania you'll be able to watch triple mania oh, yeah 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 it's gonna be over on our twitch channel though yeah at twitch.tv forward slash steven larson yeah that's right we're gonna be co-streaming that it's gonna be a co-stream which means you don't have to watch it on two things we will be there. It'll be on one thing. As if we will be commenting, or we will commentating, be commentarying yes. over it. However, will they lose? Will they lose Vampiro's expert, expert, expert uh, commentary if they co-stream our stream? I honestly don't know how that works. If our if if our audio ours supersedes their the audio, only voices you hear. We gotta work these things out. I don't really know how that works. I'd be, I'll be I'll be honest. I'll be completely honest. I will be surprised if it works. Yeah. At, at the very least, we will be live streaming on Twitch. Us watching. Yes. Ideally, ideally, you can watch Triple Mania on the same screen. Yes, we'll see if we can get to work. We've never done so, it before, so it'll probably be an ab abject disaster. Unlike any other time, the frame you see on the screen will include the wrestling. Yes. yes. The camera will be turned towards the wrestling. Yes. Uh, before we get to the news, here's a couple of super chats. Uh, Nikhil. Says first ever super chat too sweet from South Africa. Oh, nice. Thank you, Nick Kyle. And then uh, enforcer Stevie Bradley says, "Have a good week of shows, guys." Baba Booey. Baba Booey. We also got a super chat from Dariak. We also got this box here. We're gonna open it later in the show. Oh, from the enforcer. I wonder what the enforcer sent us. 
There's a tease for you. There's a cliffhanger. You said you know. I do know. I don't know. I think he sent me a picture. I thought maybe us a picture. I don't know what it was. He found something. I know what they are. But you won't tell me. You refuse. No, you know, I just realized we're both wearing shirts that we got for each other. Oh, you got this for me? Yeah. Oh, nice. This is like one of my favorite shirts. This gets by far the most compliments of any shirt I get because everybody loves Stone Cold. Of course. And it looks uh, for a WWE shirt fairly comfy. Oh, this is oh, this is actually WWE. Yeah, it's actually WWE shirt. Oh, wow. it is actually really comfy. That's surprising to me. At one point, they sold shirts that were uh, it's like soft. Uh, before wait, hold on. Sean Lathrop, G one idea. Okada beats Moxley in the finals and faces Omega at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, speaking of, did you watch any G one this weekend? No, I didn't have a chance to. I did watch uh, Jay White versus. Uh, oh, I think no, no, I didn't. Uh, anyway, uh, that was last weekend. Takagi. No, I did watch them. Sorry, yes, I did watch. Them. What did you watch? I watched Okada Osprey. Ooh, yeah, I saw that Marvelous. too. Yeah, that was really good. I watched. I'm not sure I'd give it. What did he give? What did Five and give? three quarters. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd do that. It's not as good as is Osprey uh, uh, Shingo. Really? I don't think it was. Did I see that one? I think you did. Yeah, you did. You watched it here. I mean, it was worth an extra star just for that chop. Oh, that chop was marvelous. That chop was amazing. I watched um, Ibushi and Osprey. Oh, how was that? That was good. Yeah. I yeah. saw. Um, I watched uh, Moxley versus Naito. I was surprised they had Moxley. Go. I mean, I, I guess. Was it a good match? I, I guess at this point, I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah, it was good. The character stuff was really, really good. Um Man, Naito took that that uh, Death Driver. Is that what he calls it? Death Rider. Death Rider, right on the head, man. I watched Mox and Ishii. That was fun. Yeah, it was fine. And then uh, Naito and Yano. I watched that. I love that one. That's a good palate cleanser. It's fun. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Uh, yeah, Mo- dude, Mox is basically going to the finals at this point, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. He'd have to go on a massive losing streak. He'll yeah. lose to he'll lose to Juice. Yeah. I don't know about what. What are you talking about? Yeah, I think he will. I think he will. No, man. But still make it to the finals. I don't think he's going to lose to Juice. I guess. But if that's the case, he's probably going to face Okada in the finals and lose to Okada. Yeah. No, I think your your suggestion last week that Okada Okada wins the G1. I think so. And he gets to pick his opponent for Wrestle Kingdom. He's godlike right now. He is ridiculously godlike. Right now. I know he's been for. Well, come on. Red, Red Okada wasn't. Godlike dude, that was pedestrian. Well, yeah, I guess that was so. have a beer with him, go fishing with Okada. I know, maybe my favorite Okada. Still. He's another level right now. He's amazing. There's a couple sequences in that Osprey match that were out of this world. Yeah, out of this world. Oh, I know. Uh, oh man, we got a bunch of new super chats talking about that. Oh my goodness. Okay, uh, Tyler and Miller, thank you. Tom talks rubbish. Hi, I love what you guys do. Miss Steve. Oh, thanks, Tom. Uh, Chino Brady, uh, for the love of God, can I get a two sweet? That's up to Steve. Oh, I'll give you a two sweet all day long, Chino Brady. Uh, Wang Choco, I live in D.C. If you guys are coming for AEW, tickets are hell of expensive. Don't think I'll go, but I can show you a couple bars. Oh, in the wait area. a second. When? Oh, we have info on that. We when, do later on. Yes. When they're going to go on sale, right? Yes. Yes. How does Wang know that they're expensive though? Have because they, they release the prices. I have the. I have that information too. Ooh, so you have that information which I don't have. Yes. And I have the information yes. about. But anyways, let's get to this news here. Yes, we'll What's get to in that the box? too. Hey, who wants to talk about CM Punk? Raise your hands. No, no. I do. I'll oh, talk about oh, CM Larson. Punk. Okay, yeah, good. yeah, Larson yeah. Does. Because wow. Wow, we wow. Wow, after his uh, uh, CM Punk's interview last week with ESPN, um, it raised the eyebrows of a lot of people because he was talking, uh, I want to say trash about the elite. He was voicing some frustrations about uh, him friendly texting them and them using that for publicity themselves. Uh, name dropping is the term. Uh, I, uh, I, I do have to note, though, on I think it was Thursday's uh, bonus episode yeah. for patrons, $5 and up, we do a dramatic reading of his uh, full interview with ESPN. Yes. Um, so if you want to check that out. Yeah, we weren't anticipating it go, uh, catching fire like it did, so we relegated that to non-news. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we're so off with what we consider news and everybody else considers yeah, news. Yeah, I know, I know. It's like, well, it's a big deal. He just talks some crap. Because he does. He, he, he says, and this is, I'm sorry, but I, Dave Meltzer was, so we listened to his bit in Wrestling Observer Radio this morning. Dave Meltzer was saying, you know, it's kind of unfair for CM Punk, I'm paraphrasing, but I did transcribe a lot of this stuff. Yeah, um, poorly. Uh, uh, Meltzer basically, uh, will you agree? He said it was kind of unfair for CM Punk to call them out for name dropping. Uh, I don't agree. I think that they, they do. Like, well, within Punk's right to do that. I know that they're asked about him a lot, but to say, oh, we talk to him all the time, which they kind of like. I don't have their transcripts from those questions in front of me. But I, I have gotten that feeling that they do say that a lot. They do say that quite a bit. Anytime his name is brought up. Well, here's the thing. I don't necessarily feel like they would bring him up 
without be without that line of question com- questioning coming up. Correct. I agree with so that. So it's not like they're in the middle of answering a question about. Yeah. Hey, what kind of ratings do you Luchasaurus. expect? Luchasaurus. What kind of? Oh, ratings? I talked to CM Punk today. He loves Luchasaurus. Yeah, exactly, you know, it's not yeah. stuff like that. I'm sorry, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's generally when people ask him, "Hey, CM Punk and AEW," they'll say, "Yeah, we've talked to him." Mm-hmm. So. I get Punk's point. I don't, uh, I don't think Meltzer's correct in saying that's unfair. How do you feel about Luchasaurus? You know who loves Luchasaurus? CM Punk. Yeah. I talked to him the other day. Yeah. <laughs> he told me he was a huge fan of Luchasaurus. Well, uh, Cody, after the ESPN interview, tweeted uh, in response to a fan's question who was asking, well, will AEW actually offer a Punk or deal not via text message? And uh, that's what Cody said in response. Quote, I think he was misquoted. I know one of us had met with him in person. And yes, I texted him plenty when we couldn't connect on the actual phone, but not a contracted offer. I wouldn't be surprised if he went back to WWE. Oh, I should have bolded that right here. That's that's something to bold bold that. I should have bolded that because I put that in there. I'm going to highlight it too. Italicize it too. Yeah, okay. Regardless, great wrestler and guy, door is open if he wants. Now... If you take the WB line out of here, this sounds like a fairly diplomatic answer. Yeah. That WB line. Yeah. He's sticking it. You think that's a jab? I think it's a work jab. I don't think it's a shoot jab. Cody's not the type who jabs on social media unless it's in the context of a story. Man, he had an entire Triple H throne erected yeah. so that he could destroy it. I know, but it's to tell a story in the ring as part of the wrestling show. Yeah, but it's a jab. That's that, a jab, but he gets, that's but again, a, and that's a shoot jab. It is, but it's also in the context of the story they're being they were telling in the ring in that in that uh, Cody was absolving Dustin, his brother, of his sin of being in WWE essentially. I don't think he's above uh, cuz here's uh, the thing. Listen, listen, here's the thing. This is the most harmless jab ever. It wouldn't surprise me if he went to WWE because somebody's saying how humiliating it is is it for somebody to say, "Oh yeah, Larson, he name drops me all the time," you know? Yeah. So of course, this is this is the silliest. So thing. be like, be like me, if like, oh yeah, I know those Funhouse guys really well. <laughs> Used to work with them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And they're like, you know, every time Larson, this up and coming guy, our competition talks about. No, that's a wrong analogy, actually. But yeah, it's. I, I think that this is a very, very. I'm not even going to say petty. I'm going to say it's a very silly, tongue-in-cheek, juvenile shoot it jab. Be. It could be. But I don't, think it's, I don't think it's petty. I think it's Cody being, oh, he wants to say we're name droppers? Okay, I'm going to lay this at his foot. And now he's going to have to deal with this, including shows like ours talking about this, even though we both know it's kind of ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Uh, uh, I don't know. This is the vibe I got off Cody is, is he's not generally one – apart from storyline purposes, to use Twitter to uh, amp up beef. No, I don't think, and I, that's the thing. I agree with you. And here's the, here's the I don't issue. think this even comes close to beef, though. Maybe not from his perspective, but it can get people talking about it. Yeah, exactly. And it's going to put more questions uh, in front of Cody and a hell of a lot more in front of CM Punk. I know, I know, which is which is just a minor annoyance. This is no beef. I don't know, I don't man. think this is a big deal. I know, I know StarCast and All Elite are two separate entities. How, however, they are closely intertwined and related to one another. And uh, uh, I, I don't know. Just, you know what kind of response this something like this would probably elicit from CM Punk? A text message to Cody saying, you dick. Maybe. You know? Yeah. And then like a laughing emoji or something. Maybe. That's the level that this... Because I, I agree with you. I don't think Cody's not the kind of guy who would, who would instigate beef. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with mm-hmm. you. But he'll defend himself. And this is a very silly, childish way... In in a way that's acceptable to defend himself. That's why I think I honestly think personally think it's a shoot. I don't think that there's any. I don't think that there's like oh he's actually signed with us. He's going to be showing up. No, I don't think that's be. actually the case either. But it's a situation. Oh, it's a situation like oh okay, this is something. Maybe uh, Cody read the interview, but he didn't know Punk felt that way, and there was some communications. Hey man, apologies. Well, where do you think? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he went back to WWE. What's your take on that again? Oh, that's just you don't think it's a jab. I don't think it's a jab. I don't think it's a jab per se, a serious jab. No, I think it's an attempt just to get conversation going. But I think they're probably they, if, if if it is that, then it's a situation where Cody's like, "Oh, hey man, uh, uh, apologies for being annoying. Um, here, I got something funny. I'll respond with, and we'll laugh about it." Yeah, I kind of feel like this is the same thing, but I don't think that's, that's what I mean by when you say by works. Work. It's no, like, no. It's not like CM Punk's coming showing up. Yeah. No, okay. No, no. Yeah. Just want to clarify that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think I don't think there's any instance right now where CM Punk's going to show up at all out in any sort of wrestling capacity. You know who else thinks about that man? The Wrestling Observer himself, yeah. Yeah. Dave Meltzer, yeah. who of course is the unofficial slash official spokesman for AEW. Is that correct? 
Uh, I mean, it's, he's not. He, you know, he it's, even, it's not a salary position for him. No, he he even clarified. And I didn't write this part down, but uh, he did clarify. He says, you know, I know a little bit of what's going on over there. Actually, I know a lot about what's going on yeah. over there. Like he just basically out and out said, yeah, I probably talk to them every single day. They run ideas by me. You know, you know who who uh, you know how the Young Bucks name dropped CM Punk. That's analogous to how much Meltzer mentions AEW. Oh, my God. It is. Yeah, it's off the hook. Although, although Meltzer would do it kind of uh, unsolicited. I feel and like. I've said this. I've said this in the past. Like, I, I do feel like it's a it's a tough situation for Dave Meltzer to be in. I mean, they have been some of his closer friends seemingly in wrestling. And for them to suddenly achieve the level of success that they have. And you're a journalist. That is not an easy. I would no, think it's that's not, not an it's easy not position to, to be a in. journalist. And then also. To a certain degree, they're trusting him to be unofficial spokesman, like the Pac stuff. Mm-hmm. He was the first to really kind of give a reason for why Pac didn't show up at Double Nothing, and I'm guessing that it was all direct from either Cody, the Young Bucks, or co- some combination thereof. Um, and that is a tough spot for a, an unbiased, independent because journalist you wanna, to be in. Yeah, you want to keep your, you want to try to keep your credibility. And exactly. I know a lot of people out there think, oh, Melter credibility. But I do. I honestly think that the guy tries to keep his credibility as much as he can. He tries to to shoot it straight. Um, and that's a difficult position to be mm-hmm. in because they're mm-hmm. obviously not going to want to let all this stuff out there. But they're probably going to be talking to him about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. While there's been talk of CM Punk working with AEW after Cody Rhodes' recent comments, Dave Meltzer has noted he hasn't signed there, and all signs point to a no deal, kind of like Brexit, a no yeah, deal. Yeah, that's done. what uh, Cage Side Seats had said about it. But then you went through and we went through and listened to uh, Wrestling Observer Radio transcript from and Steve. you transcribed a lot of the stuff. Very bad transcript. So some of it is paraphrasing. <laughs> So here we go. Finally, get the gist. That's yeah, fine. That's fine. yeah. Uh, he said uh, this. They want him. They've contacted him, and he isn't interested. And they made another pitch for this pay per view. I'm sure they tried to make another pitch for TV, and he says no. That's where it stands. But I think that I felt, and I'm not the only one who felt this way. I felt the way he said that probably wasn't fair to them. It's kind of like I don't see them going in there and doing promos that TCM Punk really. But they absolutely answer the question when it's asked. Based on what's happened, every time it's been answered, it's been an accurate answer. I think some people are reading this as a work, and it's not. Cody even made a reference that maybe he's going to WWE. When asked about WWE, that he doesn't hate them and he's moved past. That was in the ESPN interview. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to WWE. I'd be surprised. It depends on what his goals are in life. He is different than anyone else. Time heals wounds. He mentions uh, Bret Hart as an example of someone he didn't think would ever go back. And yeah, I back. Put, yeah, yeah, I put that down here also. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he said uh, he said he was surprised this specifically about uh, Brett. He said uh, he said oh the the uh, Jim Valley was his name I think mm-hmm. uh, the, the guy who yeah. was hosting yeah. He asked about uh, would Punk possibly be softer on WWE given that he in the past has been a Paul Heyman guy and Heyman of course is now the executive director of Raw. Could that change things? His main thing was just the lawsuit. He said if there yeah. wasn't a lawsuit, I could see it maybe. He said. Uh, he said he was certainly a Paul Heyman guy. I don't know what's going on today. They have major history together. I would be really surprised if there was no lawsuit. It'd be one thing. That lawsuit is so hard for me to believe for him to go back. Same thing was said about Brett. He was pretty adamant that he wouldn't go back. He told me for years he'd never do angles. He would go back for the Hall of Fame is what mm-hmm. he told him. Mm-hmm. He said history tells you there's the possibility uh, that it could happen. What do you think is a bigger deal, the lawsuit or the Montreal screw job? The Montreal, I'll put it this way, the lawsuit to Punk or the screw job to Brett? The screw job and, I guess, to a degree, Owen dying. Yeah, that probably. I think Owen dying and the screw, the screw job, job is more of a thing. Probably yeah. a bigger deal for Brett. And he did come back. He did yeah. run angles and he would have wrestled. And he did wrestle. He would have wrestled a lot more if he could have yeah. physically. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. I would. I, ne- I, I never thought it was, I thought it was highly unlikely. Mostly because I don't think Punk really gave a damn about it. Mm-hmm. But I always thought about maybe a possibility that he that there would be a, an invitation for a WWE Hall of Fame induction or something like that. I think the flip side to it is WWE really wanted Brett back. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure WWE would love to have Punk. I just wonder to what degree. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we, it was kind of obvious that Triple H, and like we heard this anecdotally, wasn't the biggest fan of CM Punk. Mm-hmm. And as he sort mm-hmm. of gets a bit more power in the company, I wonder if. If that would remain, I don't know, but I also wonder too now that Triple H has kind of taken a few f- steps further back from uh, active in-ring competitor, focusing more on the business side of things, talent development, whatnot. He w- might see the appeal of having Punk back in the building, so to say, sure, 
especially with NXT having a heavier emphasis on signing indie talents as opposed to being exclusively a developmental mm -hmm. promotion. Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, he might he might he might have reevaluated his uh, opinion on Punk to a degree um, after you know, especially the next team making that transition. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if at the time he just saw Punk as like, oh, here, here's his backyard wrestler that we're coming in. Suddenly he's WWE champion. There's been know. a lot of, I mean, there's been a lot of change in Triple H's life since mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So I, I yeah, that, that's a possibility. Sure. What I'm saying is that soon to debut in NXT, superhuman. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. He's uh, doing dropping elbows on all sorts of appliances. On a microwave, microwave goes over. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyways. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. All right, back to this punk business. Oh, good. We could talk more. More this. punk. More punk. More uh, punk. Meltzer asked uh, or talked about uh, <clears throat> the nature and degree maybe of these, uh, these chats, whether they be phone, Skype, Telegram, how many, how many passenger pigeons. How many millions of dollars have been offered? Yes. Uh, Melzer said, I don't know the nature of the different phone conversations or texts. It may be texts. He's talked to the guys at different times. It could have been texts. When they approach with the, we're willing to talk, let's talk. I don't know that he's talked. It's probably not gotten as far as you would in the sense of throwing numbers out. Then Dave talks uh, extensively about text messaging in 2019. Yeah, he texts. He only calls his old friend, old like old school friends. If it's his old school friends, he will call them on the telephone. I wonder if they're the ones, the old school friends, the friends he's known for, all, might be a bit more adverse to the texting machine as opposed to himself. Well, some of those wrestlers, they have big, you know, so giant Sasha's fingers. So and then yeah, they might have some arthritis in them too. Might be difficult. Could be difficult. Like you know, they might they like, do it like this. send stuff, and it just doesn't make any sense. So yeah. he's like, hey, I'm just gonna call them. Yeah, uh, but voice he, to text. That's what they should. Do voice to text. Even that can be a mess sometimes. My mother-in-law does that, and sometimes I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, uh, Jim Valley also asked, "What was your reaction to Cody's tweet about CM Punk? Uh, CM Punk's quote potentially being misquoted? Yes. Uh, because Cody said, I don't know, maybe he was misquoted. And then was his name Mark Romani? Yeah. Was that his actual name? Okay. He says, I've worked with Mark for years and years, and I'm friends with him. He tapes his interview. He's not going to be the guy who misquotes people. Uh, he also talks about how a major reporter, a not, not a wrestling reporter, a major reporter, told Cody not to be the guy who says people are misquoting. Cody doesn't really know any better, according to Dave Meltzer. He suggests maybe AEW guys should get some, some media, media classes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, because <clears throat> if you're dealing with, you know, especially mainstream media, it's, it's, it's sort of it's not great form to say, oh, maybe he was misquoted. These, these major journalists have gotten to where they are not by misquoting people. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Usually they, they try to be accurate with their quoting if, they're, if yeah. they're, they made it that far. Yeah. Anyways, uh, speaking of making it far. There you go. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa might be making it uh, far from his injury. Yeah, all I, the way. I had far. that segue down and then I just lost no, it. No, that's fine. It, it yeah. worked. This is from Fightful. Quote, as reported recently by Fightful Select, which you should definitely subscribe to. If, oh, if for you sure. Um, Fightful does great work. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa's expected return date, um, at least based on WWE's rundown, is mid-August. Mm. Ciampa underwent a neck operation earlier this year that forced him to vacate the NXT Championship. It should be noted that these dates are hardly strict guidelines. And instead, WWE estimates of availability. What's happening in mid-August, mid roughly? Uh, takeover. Takeover. Yeah, takeover. Like a week shy of mid-August. Yeah. So let's put the thought in my head. You got Ciampa. He's tweeting that he's in the tanning bed, man. Yeah, dude. He wants Goldie back. Yeah. He's getting himself ready for to be on camera. Mm -hmm. uh, possibility he shows up a takeover in some capacity. Of course, we got this two out of three falls match with like 10 million step stipulations between Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. Um, are they going to have Gargano pick up that belt so we can finish this Gargano-Ciampa feud for real this time? Uh, I know they had their heartwarming moment when Johnny wanted to take over New York. I kind of consider that non-canon. Um, mm, yeah, probably because they didn't know how how long Champa was going to be out if he'd ever or come back. Yeah, going to come back. Now that it seems like he could be cleared to return, in within a matter of like two or three weeks, have Gargano pick up that belt. Let them finish this feud. He can come out the end of Takeover with uh, Gargano winning that belt. Shake his hand, congratulations. Raise his arm, send him to the LED board, hit him with the running knee. 
It's a uh, it's a big no for me. I'm gonna say what no. What if the opposite happens? What if Gargano's the one who attacks Champa? You're taking my moment away from me by coming out here and trying to get involved. Look, man, I care about one thing right now. Adam Cole will be taking that title. That's the undisputed era being draped, draped in, in gold. gold. The stage is set. That's going to happen. Uh, you know, he has. It's it's at this point. Uh, you consider destiny. Adam Cole the Nostradamus of NXT. I do. He is yeah, the tea leaves are thick. And uh, informative. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. And on top of that, it seems like they'd be going kind of backwards uh, to do that, to pick that thread back up. Uh-huh. Uh, so, I'm going to say no. And on top of that, like, mid-August, I don't know. I know that, like, the 12th of because it's the, 12th, the 11th of August is uh, going takeover. Takeover. 10th. I mean, that's, like, at the beginning of the middle of August. Yeah, no, he couldn't so, be, like, in, a, in ring capacity. He's going to be at the pre-show. He'll be at the pre-show and he'll say, you know, he'll give a more definitive answer as to when uh, perhaps he's looking no, to come he's still, back. No, he's sitting ringside like he's a new signee. There you go. They could do that. Have him sign Chompa reborn. Because they don't do that, man. There are so many names they probably could have. What's the What's the most surprising name that was entered in that tournament that they didn't put ringside? Trevor Lee. Trevor Lee. I know. Boy, that's a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's going to be. Is there any signees on the horizon? They like all the, all the major they names. Have been, they did Kushida. Yeah, but all the, unless they start signing people from New Japan, all the major names are signed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who else they can get. Orange Cassidy, ringside, mm-hmm. NXT. Don't think that's going to happen. Naito. Again, a guy from New Japan, and they'd have yeah, to sign him. Big, big deal. I don't think that's going to happen, though. Yeah. John Moxley. Huge name. What about John Morrison? Nah, man. I, I, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing him in NXT, maybe. Eh, no, I wouldn't. Johnny Next? Johnny Next. No, man. Not into it. Um, also, according to Fightful, apparently Bob Lashley is dealing with some sort of injury. It's undisclosed in their report. Uh, Finn Balor apparently had a uh, poopy butt. Yeah, he had stomach flu. He had yeah, to miss Smackville. <laughs> Did you watch Smackville? I love the way you said that with the most utter disdain. It's a terrible name. Smackville. It's a terrible name. Smackville. It's <laughs> a really bad name. I watched a big chunk of the Shinsuke Nakamura Ali fight. Oh, how was that? Um, pretty awesome. Like, in just in terms of them doing like a run of the mill non pay per view match. We'll do one probably didn't have a whole lot of time to prepare for either. Yeah, right. So apparently, uh, I think it was Fightful said this. Maybe someone, it was someone else. No, I was select. It was this morning. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the Finn showed up. After being hospitalized, and they're like, "You're no." I love it, man. Hey, another shout out to Fightful Select. Like, I just woke up and like I get an email and it just pff, news, uh, news. It was great. Boom, backstage details. Yeah, on stuff. Yeah, yeah. He had his stomach flu. He tweeted. I mean, that's he tweeted that picture out. He was getting some. Oh yeah, the fluids. IV fluids in the hospital with, yeah. the, with the caption SummerSlam. But then apparently they were going to film some sort of tease between him and Shinsuke. It's left. And then he, did, but he left. He didn't realize. Nobody told him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't look at the whiteboard. Apparently. Well, no. He, they were probably like, "All right, you, you can go. You're not well, obviously. So get out of here." And he's like, "Okay." And he left. And they're like, "Oh, wait. We'll do a beat down angle to to write you off." The, what the a show. surprise! Right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Let's talk about these AEW TV tickets. Yeah, man, man that's exciting. We're we gonna go or what? Uh, we can look into it. That's for sure. We got a week. We got till Friday to decide because that's when tickets are going on sale. 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern. Uh, ticket prices range from uh, $250. That's for ringside, first three rows. And you'll get a collectible chair. That's cool. All the way down to $20 if you want to sit up in the, the nosebleeds. That's a great price. The Bob Euchre seats. That's a great price right there. So uh, let's speculate. How well are these tickets going to sell, Steve? For the first taping, they're going to sell out immediately. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's for the first taping for sure. Um, I don't know. Is, is DC is like a noted wrestling hotbed? I don't know. Oh, it doesn't matter. This is going to be. It's going to be the dem- the kind of demand for for like all out has. It's going to be huge. I don't know. I mean, I can't. Sp- I can't say it like three months from now because it's going to be weekly. They're not going to do that every week. I don't think it's going to be quite. I don't think it's be seventy five thousand requests. It will sell out pretty quickly. But uh, it's a big deal. It is a huge deal, but I don't think it's going to be because the reason like all out double or nothing sold it so quick. People were traveling to it. It's, yeah, I don't know if that's going to be the case so much for a TV taping, even though it is the first one. Well, okay, yeah, that's also the thing. It's going to be on a Wednesday. Yes, so midweek. That's kind of a big deal. Too. Midweek, not a holiday weekend. I don't think as many people are going to be traveling, flying co- cross country. These fans are crazy though, man. I know. I mean, like we're these even fans are crazy. We're considering it. But, we're considering it. Yeah, but uh. It'll sell out in 33 minutes. It's not going to be immediate. 
Um, well, I, I the bigger the, the the more three or three minutes to an hour. Okay, that's not the, that's not really the 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 the. Like how many people do you think? What do you think the demand's going to be? That's sort of the bigger thing because the how fast does it sell out? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a matter of the technology. Yeah, more or less. Forty thousand. Forty thousand. No. No, really. Twenty-five, thirty. I'm saying forty-two thousand three hundred seventy-six. Wow. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, write that down. Forty-two thousand three hundred seventy-six. Two five two five one. Two five two five one. Twenty-five thousand two fifty-one. Yeah. All right. What's the capacity of that place? 14. 14 people? 14,000 people. Okay. Yes, 14,000 people. Fair 14, enough. 1,000 people. Fair enough. 14,000 people. So it'll be interesting. I don't know. I don't know. This is really going to be, it's not going to be a real litmus test. I think once they start selling tickets for like their fifth TV taping, then we'll get a real idea of sustained enthusiasm. Um, but this one should sell out, I would think, relatively quick. I think they'll have a really, I think they'll have a really strong first couple months. And then, I mean, if they look, part of the thing was they were going to run in venues that are as small as like 6,000. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really smart if you're going to sort mm-hmm. of stagger how big your tapings are going to be. Somewhere between 6 and, and 10, mm-hmm. it seems like. That's probably a good idea. Uh, let's hit a couple of Super Chats here before we do Raw Preview. Simon Bronson, NZO for AEW and WWE World Champ. How you doing? Mm-mm. Yeah, that guy's a huge. Simon's a big NZO fan. guess so. Uh, Dalton, wake up. Stoned at work, eating RB melts. Take my money. I was a big fan of Arby Melts. I mean, I still am. There's just no Arby's nearby. Is that one on Sunrise still open? The one like closer to Anatolia? So. I think so. Because the one on Madison and Fair Oaks. Yeah, that closed. Yeah, closed down. What yeah. the heck? Yeah, took my Arby's away from me. But yeah. then I never Bummer. went there anyway. I know. You just think about it. It's like, oh man, I don't. Like yeah, I used to like the barbecues. I like it. You put a barbecue sauce on pretty much anything. It tastes better. They had the best like radioactive orange cheese product. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. Even their standard roast beefs were pretty good. Dip I know. Some horsey sauce. Back in the day, mm. like my dad, uh, I used to, like every once in a while, when I was first going to Mills, uh, he'd say, hey, you want to skip school? Today? Yeah, I remember you told the story about yeah. go to the comic store and go to Arby's, yeah. And five for five back then, man. Yeah. Remember, we went to Taos that one time. That whole trip basically fueled by Arby's. Heck yeah, man. Oh boy, that was good. Well, a lot of our wasn't there like our first batch of in jokes Arby based. A lot of them in to, during the ten for the yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, it's a period of time that really resonated with us. <laughs> it was all Arby's and little Debbie cakes. Yep, and all food based. <laughs> oh, anyways, <clears throat> now anyways. now it's now it's down to lentil pasta and <laughs> get old, man. Uh, it's time for my favorite part of the week: raw preview. Mm-hmm. I like this better than watching raw itself. I'll start. Rollins seeks retribution against Ziggler. The spirit of Raw. Wait, what? What? Dolph never did anything to Seth. (laughs) Well, maybe it'll tell us in Raw preview. The spirit of Raw reunion carried over onto SmackDown Live when Shawn Michaels stopped by Miz TV. But the good vibes only lasted a few minutes before Dolph Ziggler appeared and blasted the two-time Hall of Famer with a super kick right to the jaw. As reported by The Wrap. This is a stretch. Seth Rollins. Who got the? Oh wow, they're going. That is a stretch. That's what I'm saying. Who got the benefit of DX backup against AJ Styles last week? Seems to have stepped up in defense of Heartbreak Kid with a bout for the show off set on Raw. The talented Ziggler should also serve as the kind of test Rollins is setting for himself. At what? As he prepares for Brock Lesnar. Granted, they're both am- very qualified amateur wrestlers, but that is where it stops. That's where it's there is there is nothing similar between Dolph Ziggler. How many super kicks have you seen Brock Lesnar do? Like Brock and Dolph would have something in common that there was two Dolphs. <laughs> Combine right. two Dolphs and then if, you're talking. If you raw gate mutant two Dolphs, and then you're talking. Uh, continuing on, but is the Kingslayer overly occupying himself with arduous preparation and tangential retribution? At least they acknowledge that, that is some it. good vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. Arduous preparation and tangential retribution. <laughs> Is he taking his eye off the ball is the central issue. <laughs> yeah, it seems that way. Yes, he is absolutely taking he his totally eye off the is. ball. Uh, Samoan Summit set for Reigns and Joe. Oh, this is going to be good because this is all Paul Heyman and Samoa Joe. I know. I know. This, this is going to be great. great. Samoan Pride was on the line last week when Roman Reigns battled mm-hmm. Samoa Joe, and now that the big dog emerged victorious in the grudge match, it seems the two sides have come together in an effort to squash their beef, as reported by the rap. <laughs> Why are they getting these these Rap, juicy? The raps is getting all the all the the early scoops. juicy scoops. 
Uh, Reigns and Joe will meet in the Samoan Summit on Monday's Raw, where the two will supposedly hash out their differences and find a way to move forward. It's a surprising turn of events between two known fighters, though there's something to be said for a desire to move forward. With that being said, talks are just as likely to break down, break it down, and given they're both from the same island, we know what happens next. Given that they're both from the same island, we know what happens. Well, that's what fight. Joe or Roy Rain said last week. He says, yeah. well, we know what happens next. And then yeah. they fought. And then they fight. Um, that should be fun. I'm, I'm fine with that. That's probably the highlight of the whole Some show. Some people here in chat, by the way, are, uh, are guessing ratings. Do you want to start a weekly, uh, 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 you, we guess the ratings for Raw? Fine. And then whoever wins. It was over three last week, right? For uh, Raw Union? Uh, yeah, it was over three. 2.8. Two. You think they're going to retain 2.8? What you've was it, 3.2? You've gone crazy. Was what the, was it the week before, like 2.1? It wasn't quite that low. They've gone up a little bit in the last few weeks. I'm going to say 2.4. All right, 2.4. Let's see here. Raw low 2.8s. 2.4. I'm going to be wonderfully or way off on that, but whatever. Steve. 2.8. I hope you're right because they're, when their ratings are good, I really feel like people are, are going to tune in for the, the Samoan Summit. I think that's literally why they're not going to. Uh, I mean, I mean, reading this here, that's the top draw for me personally. Uh, next. So I think Reigns and Joe are going to do great work together. I think people are going to be massively turned off by Dolph Ziggler. That's, remember, remember that's the, third hour. It'll be a huge third hour drop. It'll be like 3.2, 3.1, <laughs> one and a half. <laughs> one and a half. Remember, remember that time we were like, oh, man, uh, Stomping Grounds is coming up. Dolph Ziggler in a cage. That's going to be the last we see of him. And he's just main eventing everything now. I know. Uh, Becky Lynch set to battle Alexa Bliss. Becky Lynch and Natalia's rivalry for the Raw Women's Championship heated up in a hurry as what was shaping up to be a respectful contest has turned into a series of below-the-belt insults stemming from the pair's time in Japan years before they ever set foot in WWE. Their latest scrap came during the middle of a planned Moment of Bliss interview with The Man, and it seems as though Alexa Bliss has had quite enough of her show descending into chaos. She's a professional. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. As such, the rap again confirmed that Becky and Alexa will square up in a non-title match this Monday. It should be an opportunity for the man to get some stress off her chest. But with Nikki Cross at Bliss's flank and Natalia lurking in the wings, boy, they are—they—they're doing some really good vocab. Some decent, decent writing here, yeah. Things might not stay one-on-one for long. Tune in to Raw Live this Monday, 8, 7 Central on USA Network to see what happens next. And then somebody was like, hey, we need another bit in here. It's too short. Yeah, all right. 24-7 rules. Perfect. Despite a cavalcade of legends and Hall of Famers looking to steal his thunder, Drake Maverick nearly pulled off the heist of the summer of winning back the 24-7 championship and consummating his marriage. That is until R-Truth pinned him to mark the ninth and final title change of Raw reunion and then sped away in a limo before the embattled 205 Live general manager could give chase with Maverick at his breaking point. In truth, not far behind. It's only a matter of time before one of these superstars attempts something truly drastic. Ooh, gun. A gun. Wow. Yeah. So uh, some more uh, 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 ratings, uh, predictions in here. 2-2, two, 2-6-9. Two, two, nice. 1.8, Well, uh, Let's see. The highest anybody has gone so far, uh, Alex C with 2.7. And Andrew Paquette with 2.69. Got you all beat 2.8. All right, man. Woo. You're I'm going to be wildly off. Wildly on optimistic Whatever. on that one. Whatever. It's Real Wrestling Podcast uh, says it's going to be 3.1415678. That's pi. Still no endpoint to pi I saw on the news the other day. Yeah. No. It goes on forever. <laughs> it still goes on forever. Divide 22 by, by 7. Just goes on forever. <laughs> just keeps on going, man. Crazy pi. Max. Oh, pi sounds good. You're a mathematician, not a numerologist. When's the last time you seen the movie? Fairly within the past six months. Oh, it was okay. on Pluto TV, oh, so I just had it on. That's on. your favorite network. Pluto TV is amazing. It is free of charge for now. They even have one channel called Eye Candy, and it's just a bunch of like uh, women in bikinis dancing around endlessly. It's kind of weird. I don't watch that one because Lacey might walk in at any moment mm. and then just make fun of me. It'll be potentially embarrassing for old Steve here. <laughs> That's right, JR. <laughs> be a potential embarrassment for Steve's <laughs> marriage. No, I just watch a lot of Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. 
What's in the box? Remember the note. Welcome back, Steve. Thanks for holding down the fort, Larson, the enforcer. You wrote it on cardboard. That's the best. Can you go out to Winco and hold this up? <laughs> oh, man. This is amazing. This is the best thing I've ever seen. What? It's the Picard facepalm bust. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that makes me endlessly that happy. That is so cool. Thank you so much. Here, I'll put that up here. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember this. Okay, that's here cool. you go. You're going to love this. I'm going to love this. You're going to love this. Minoru Suzuki, here, hold your bust. I see Minoru Suzuki. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. That's amazing. Pancraze action figure. Minoru Suzuki. Thank you, Enforcer. That is Enforcer, amazing. you are too, too much. That is amazing. You're too much. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. That is so cool. Zach Stolpa asks a good question. Stephen Larson, have either of you ever been so drunk you woke up to find you peed yourself? No. I have not gone that far. I have fallen asleep on the floor of a bathroom. Yeah, I've done that. I've passed out. I've never soiled myself. Certificate of Authenticity, too. Oh, so cool. Wow. Very Amazing. excited about this. Amazing. All right, well, I'll go to Twitter and, and get on these questions. Then. Alex C. is correct. I'm putting this on my mantle, and it's going to go right next to Dead Turbo. It's going to be Dead Turbo and his ashes and his little picture, little shrine, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then Picard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My dad, uh, my, we, we were driving, my dad and I, we were driving back from, oh, the airport when he picked us up in San Francisco. Yeah. And there's a, a free, for military uh, veterans, uh, cemetery plot that he ordered oh. for himself. Oh. He's like, that's where I'm going to be. I'm like, there's no place closer. It's like in Dixon. Okay. I'm like, there's no place closer. I'm like, what if I want to visit you? He's like, you're not going to visit me. I'm like, I'd like to visit you. Like yeah. you're like one of the closest things I have in my life. And, uh, <clears throat> I was like, why don't you be cremated? He was like, yeah, I'm thinking of that too. And I'm like, look, we'll cremate you. No, I think he offered this up. He says, why don't you cremate me? And then put me in a little thing and then put me up there next to turbo. <laughs> and your response. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I'd do that. I right. talk to my dad every morning. All right. Uh, PB Samurai, what small improvement would you like to see in the wrestling community this week? Hmm? Also, uh, meme recommendations from my new wrestling friend. What improvement would you like to see in the wrestling community this week? Same just this week? I mean, that's the same improvement I'd like to see all around. People just be cool. More but better. Just be cool, people. Yeah. I mean, like Renee Young had that thing on Twitter where she's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I need uh, uh, there's room improvement for me as a commentator." People are like, "Well, you should just stop doing it then." Dude, stop doing it. Then. Like, stop, people. Just be cool. I know. Just, just be cool. If you have a thought like that in your head, just shut the. Mm up. Just say it to your phone if you feel like you need to get it out, but don't actually type it. Don't do voice to text. <laughs> just say it so you get out of your system and let it float in the air yeah. and 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 leave your person and forever. Dither away like a you fart. You don't need to make that kind of stuff public. No, you don't. Um. Uh, next, uh, Greg Morris. 
Gun to your head, what is your choice for the main event of Mania? Undertaker, Triple H, Cena, Orton, or Rollins, Dolph? Ugh. That one of those has to be the main event. Uh, oh, of Mania. Oh, Taker. it'd be Cena, Orton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it'd be Cena, Orton. They could do something fun. Yeah. Uh, Tim Spulak, uh, why are they killing Joe? He is so good. Yeah, it'd be cool if he won like a title. Hey, you know what I was thinking the other day? Or beat someone major. You know what could have been really cool? Just do this. Huh. Imagine for a second. In a fantasy book here. All right. Pluck out Shane McMahon. Yeah. And you add Samoa Joe. Way better. Everything, everything Shane McMahon has done, that isn't McMahon specific, right? Mm-hmm. But you put Joe in that spot. Yes. People would be complaining a lot less about that. Oh, hell yeah. Because he's like a real wrestler. He would have beaten Roman. And yeah, it, like so much of that could have been so cool. Like a, a faction with oh, yeah. him, the I revival and Drew. Been amazing. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Uh, also, they need to use their wrestlers that they have. I know. Also, uh, if you haven't, take a look at Tim's uh, GoFundMe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do that. Most definitely. Uh, I got a super chat here from Charles Miller. Favorite fighting game? I said Evo was this weekend. Never have been huge fighting games. Is uh, WCW versus NWO World Tour a fighting game? No. Well, is it? Yes. I mean, yeah, kind of. Kind of? You do that. Uh, I would say... So I've always been most interested in, however, I've always acknowledged that I've sucked at the Mortal Kombat series. I love the fatalities. I think they're so much fun. Have you ever done one? And they're clever. On accident, maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I don't think I've ever actually. Yeah. Uh, Quentin. I think, didn't we have to like try to do some of that for 10 minutes? Yeah, back yeah. I, I tried to learn how to do some of that stuff. Yeah. And if I tried a lot. I can be do one. Mm-hmm. I did a successful one out of uh, eight or 10 times. Uh, Quentin. Juice versus Ishii was hard-hitting goodness. Uh, Juice's best match ever. I haven't watched it yet, but that's what I've been hearing. That is, is his best match yet. It's supposed to be really good. Patrick Sparks, how many times will Vince rewrite the show hours before it? What will he do that will be the most detrimental to the product? You mean just period or just this week? How many times will Vince rewrite the show hours before? I mean, I think this is going to be endless. That's just how it is now. Well, here, I don't know. I don't Like, we heard that he rewrote SmackDown. But, of course, Bischoff hasn't really taken charge fully yeah, yet. that Bischoff thing is going to take a while, I think. I don't, I have a hard, I don't think he's going to be rewriting Raw in its entirety anytime soon. Yeah, that would surprise me as well. Because that would be, it'd be pretty huge. For, it'd be something major to do to the Heyman when Heyman's supposed to be having the reins of the show. You know? I agree. And yeah, you're sitting next to the guy at gorilla. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, yeah, no, I, I wish that he would have hired somebody like, why didn't he just like, I don't know, promoted. I mean, I look, I don't, I have no idea how the inner workings are, but like Ryan Ward, mm-hmm. like, why don't he just hire like a writer who's good, who's been around and he's got good work. Or, or see if road dog wants to come back to, to lead SmackDown. Yeah, executive director road dog. Mm-hmm. I just, the Bischoff thing. It just, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Alex Rodriguez, who would Shane best of the who world? Should, who should? Who should Shane best of the world feud with after KO? Did you watch the latest Botchamania? It's good. At one point, Shane was in there doing a promo. He says, best of the world. And then he gets this look on his face because he realized that he didn't say best in the world. Yeah, I remember him doing that. Uh, Shane should feud with like a water cooler or something in, in at Titan Towers. Uh, he should take a leave from TV for a while. You know, the problem with that, though, is that if you shoot it with a water cooler... Shane would go over. There'd be a lot of water cooler on TV. Uh, Anthony Valentine, what's the best vignette for return debut that WWE has ever done? A vignette. Interesting. I'm not always huge on vignettes. I would say, though, probably Edge... When he debuted, you think you know me, and he was just roaming around the streets of Hollywood or Stanford or wherever they were. You think you know by Stanford? John Ortolaza, fantasy book of war games match between Undisputed Era and Metal Weeds. I don't know who that is. Oh, Undisputed Era and Hurricane RVD, Angle and Slaughter, and Metal Weed Slaughter. Oh, man. Okay, well, let's just pair these guys up. Who would uh, Adam Cole take on? RVD. No, Adam, no, uh, Kurt Angle. Sorry, Kurt Angle. Yeah. And then I'd do uh, Roddy and RVD. Bobby Fish and the Hurricane. I'm sorry, uh, Kyle O'Reilly yeah. and the Hurricane. Yeah, and then Sergeant Slaughter and, Bo- and Bobby Fish. That makes sense. I could see Bobby Fish in like a military gimmick, mm-hmm. like a cheesy, corny one, you know, mm-hmm. like a cartoonish military mm-hmm. gimmick, where it's not. He, he's not even like really wearing the military outfit of like a distinct... 
branch of the military. It's like just conglomerated he military. He just bought like some stuff at the Army Navy surplus without really realizing what branch it really <laughs> got, like five different belongs to. On yes. it, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Lord Ziffer, what is your favorite Jericho match of all time? Uh, the one where him and Shawn Michaels got so bloody, Vince stopped doing blood. That's a good answer. Yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah, that's a good answer. Um, Church Jackson recasting Pulp Fiction with WB stars. Who would play who, and why would Big E be, be the best jewels? Nah, Samoa Joe easily would be the best jewels. That's like not even a question right there. Big E could be a decent uh, <laughs> gimp. <laughs> Come on, that's his thing. He's all sexual and stuff. Makes sense. Um, Rusev would be Bruce Willis. And okay. Lana would be his girlfriend. Okay. Who would be uh, 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 Vic Vega? Uh, John okay. Travolta. Uh, Drew. Think him and Samoa Joe in the car together? Yeah, the problem is, is like uh, Travolta's character had some uh, vulnerability, and Drew has zero vulnerability. Yeah, it to see Drew out of because I mean basically like Vincent Vega was sort of in over his head when it oh, came Vincent to Vegas, the, sorry, not Vic Vega, sorry. Uh, yeah. He was sort of in over his head with the Uma Thurman stuff. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see Drew tackle Seth Rollins. Oh no, yeah. Seth Rollins would be uh, he'd be Quentin Tarantino's character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. That tell me you don't see that much more than him being Vincent Vega. That'd be far. That makes much more sense. <laughs> Who would be uh, Harvey Keitel? Oh, the fixer. The fixer. Triple H would be uh, Ving Rhames. Mm. Paul Heyman. Oh, that's really good. Well, I think we just casted a really good one. Uh, Eamon, uh, what have been some of your favorite matches of the G1 so far? I mean, Osprey Okada was awesome. Uh, Sonata Zack Sabre Jr. is a lot of fun. Looking forward. Did you see that little bit from really that tag match that. Uh, between Sabre and Osprey? Osprey put it on Twitter. Mm-mm. This little sequence they had during a, t- like a six man tag was really cool. awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I have high hopes for their match. I did see uh, uh, Zack Sabre Jr.'s post match meltdown. Where he blamed his entire lousy G1 on Boris Johnson. That's great. That was amazing. That was so great. And then Moxley's post Naito match. Oh, that was fun with, too. Uh, with Shooter. With Shooter, yeah. Come on, Shooter. Uh, Dragon Reborn says water cooler bubbles noises. I guess that's when uh, Shane <laughs> takes on. John Moxley, winner of G1 29. That's right. <laughs> All right, we're done here. All right, we're done. Come on, Shooter. So good. <laughs> Oh, man, it's so good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Colin, is it best to leave the Bray versus Finn feud as is until their match? I feel like they can't do regular WWE promo feud booking with this one because there's a risk of Bray looking bad. So what what do you think the next step with Finn Bray should be? Uh, I kind of I liked how they, they did the... It's got a good weight to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where Finn was on it's camera. Bus, Jack. And it's a real bust. On camera, and then uh, Bray responded via Firefly Funhouse. Mm-hmm. That's the way to go. Yeah. Uh, Deontay, what will it take for Seth Rollins to get in the good graces with the fans after all his pettiness? Just maybe delete his Twitter. Or just like, I don't know. Put on some amazing matches. Stop talking about your bank account. Don't be so nerdy. Like It's pretty simple. Act, act tougher? P- yeah. People don't want to dislike Seth. No. They, they really want to don't. like him. I want to like him. Me too. Uh, Blake Elizondo, is Punk's texting isn't a good way to do business idea, just him being petty, or is it a glimpse into future issues AEW must correct? This is a glimpse into how Punk feels about doing business. Well, on his phone, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure, uh, I wonder if, uh, you know, especially these days on the Indies, that kind of stuff happens all the time. It's probably just so dumb. I mean, it kind of makes you wonder, what was the, what was the, gen- oh, like the genesis of the ESP interview was talking about StarCast. Mm-hmm. And then, of course... They always have to ask. I know. You get back to wrestling? You do AEW? What's going on with AEW? So he's probably just so over talking about that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. poor guy just doesn't want to do. He doesn't want to wrestle anymore. He's over he it. He doesn't want to do it anymore. He's moved on. Ask him about making comic books or something. Yeah. Martin Geese. Uh, will you guys ever come out for a Defy show? I saw Cal Jack there, and it was an absolute blast. 
It's like Seattle's PWG. It does look great. And Cal was yeah. selling it to us. He was texting us while he was there. He was yeah, like, yeah. I just name dropped him. <laughs> he was. To, I, I text Cal Jack all the time. I text him all the time. And he was telling us how great it was. Yeah. Uh, so uh, maybe, hey, you know what? Maybe if, uh, uh, I hope I'm not out of line suggesting this, but if Defy were to book Cal Jack, mm. maybe you and I mm. would then take a trip mm. up to lovely Seattle. Yeah, I've never been to Seattle. Um, and, uh, and, and check it out. Do a friendo road. Uh, Stuart Lee, this is an interesting question. Since All Elite won't be doing many house shows, do you think they will be more meaningful and mechanical than a standard WWE house show? That's a good question. That's a really good question. I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they're very savvy with social media. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if anything were to happen uh, of consequence at a house show, I'm sure it would be widely reported by themselves. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I, I, would, I would suspect that maybe... They would have more consequential stuff. Well, they're also Cody's very much a traditionalist, and usually that kind of stuff doesn't really happen at house shows. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to find out though. Wayne Maker <clears throat> super chat Avastella on me. Thank you, Wayne Maker. Thank you, Wayne. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, Jason Lewis, would you rather go to the Shoney's in Ackworth, Georgia and eat with uh, Scott Steiner or to a barbecue picnic in Knox County, Tennessee and eat with Kane? Oh, I'd love to pick Kane's brain. The cane brain. Mm-hmm. I'd love to do that. Especially at a campaign event. It'd be interesting to see him in his new element. I know. I know. It'd be interesting. Uh, Anthony Tobias, who do you think will hand Moxley his first loss at the G1, and do you believe he will finish the tour undefeated? Hold on. Going back to the Jason Lewis question, do you think Steiner uh, has old man food <clears throat> uh, eating habits where like it dribbles out a lot? I don't think he's quite that old yet. ends up on his mouth. No, I don't think so. I mean, wrestling puts a lot of years on your body. Loud chewer, yay or nay, for Scott Steiner. Well, he's definitely a, a chew talker. Like, he probably talks Probably, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder if he, he's such a busy man, he feels like he's just in such a hurry to eat that he just chews really loudly. And plus, he's in his business element also. Yeah. That's his restaurant there. Yeah. Anyways, Anthony Tobias, who will hand Moxley his first loss of the G1 or will he finish the tour undefeated? You think the Juice is going to beat him. Who's, who's, who's left? Who's he, who's, who's he got left on the docket? Uh, he's got Yano, I believe. I think. And then he's got... Wait, is Yano in the same bracket as he is? Is Kenta? No. Kenta lost Okada. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, yeah, Yano is in the same bracket. Yano's in I know he's got Yano. He's got Juice. I was pretty shocked that they he's had Naito one lose to him. more person. For a guy who... Goto? I don't think he's wrestled Goto yet. Or Jay White. One of those two. I could see him potentially losing to Jay White. Not Goto. No, he's not going to lose to Goto. It's entirely possible he can end up undefeated and just lose to Okada in the final. That could be, which is, I mean, kind of surprising given that he's such a central point to a central piece of AEW and they seemingly really don't want to. I mean, they're able to set there. Sometimes their logic is so odd to me. I'm sure they mm. know what they're doing. I wonder if they just feel like the, the, the benefits of having him and having him have a strong run in the tournament is outweighs whatever. Uh, uh, Spotlight, right, yeah. they can give him and it helps the US title as well. Yep. And he's doing really good work there. Yeah, he is. You know? It looks like he's having an absolute blast. It does, yeah. Uh, Justin Warren, do you think you guys would enjoy WB wrestling without reading the dirt sheets, or would you still feel the same way? I would be bored more. Yeah. I would be more bored without the dirt sheets. You and I have always said, even going back 20 years, mm-hmm. we've always said that the behind the scenes stuff is, is more fascinating than what happens in between the ropes. And that's true. Uh, Kay Latham has an interesting question. Do you guys have any thoughts on Wrestle, Wrestle Circus closing its doors? Um, it's a bummer. It is a bummer. Sure. I mean, we always say the more places talents can go uh, to get work, to make money, to make a living doing what they love uh, is better for the industry as a whole. I don't know any of the details. I mean, the, the, the two statements released um, aren't exactly uh, detail-packed. Um, but it's it's a bummer. So I know they, at a certain point they were picking up steam. I think they had to close up for a little bit, and they just kind of relaunched. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bummer. It's a bummer that, that it seemed like they were doing something there in Austin, and then seemingly it's not happening anymore. Jeremy Kirk here also notes, 
that they possibly haven't refunded any of their customers also. Well, hopefully they do that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Trey Sherman, I'm having a hard time getting excited for AEW. I like some of the wrestlers they have, but so far their presentation hasn't wowed me. Am I missing something? Have you guys ever tried a new wrestling product and came away unimpressed or just indifferent? That's how you felt about Lucha Underground, kind of, right? Lucha Underground. Uh, so, I mean, kind of. Lucha Underground didn't hit me so hard that I was like, oh, God, sorry. That I was like, oh, man, I got to catch the next one, um, which is generally how I want to feel about wrestling. Uh, I thought that their presentation was cool, but just not really my thing. Yeah. I appreciated what people felt about it. Um, as far as uh, Trey's concerns here, Trey, it's very possible that AEW just isn't going to be your thing. Mm -hmm. That's totally fine. It's mm -hmm. less time you have to devote to stuff. Yeah. So uh, I, I'd say that's fine. Uh, have you ever felt, have you ever tried a new wrestling product and was just oh. sort of unimpressed? Uh, when I tried to get in the Ring of Honor the first time. Oh, that's the big one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know actually, it's largely presentation issues. It's, it's like 90% presentation issues. Yeah. Um, these days, it's like also like ten percent like who's on their roster because mm -hmm. they don't really have anybody. Mm -hmm. um, but although I do like Maria Manic, I think she's cool. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> but yeah, the Ring of Honor's presentation is just not anything I want to see in wrestling. Yeah. It's so hokey. Yeah, uh, Suzuki Goon uh, would WB sorry would WB put uh, Jushin Thunder Liger in the Hall of Fame? I believe he's had one match at WB, and that was an NXT. Um. If he had retired, if he had started wrestling 20 years ago and retired 20 years ago, then I'd say there's a good chance of that yeah. happening. But now that they probably view New Japan a lot more these days than they ever have as competition, yeah. I'd be kind of surprised. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with anything you just said. Uh, Juan Guerrero Jr., Mr. Triple Mania, friendos, this week is the week. Predictions for Triple Mania. We're going to save that for a Friday news show. Yeah, we'll do that then. Our completely uninformed Triple Mania predictions. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. Alex P. will finish on this one. Says, how are you guys? How's life treating you? It's hot here. It's hot, hot heat. It was a hot weekend. We got hot heat. We, were, we went up, up to the foothills to try to get away from the heat a little bit. Heat. Thinking it might be a little cooler. It was slightly cooler. It wasn't 108, which it was here in the valley. It was maybe 103. Still too hot. We stayed. What did I do on Saturday? I didn't do anything Saturday. I did nothing Saturday. We went to go see my sister's new dog. Oh, they got a dog? Luna. Oh, yeah. what kind of dog? Part husky and part something much smaller than a husky. So she's like a mid-sized husky. Oh, that's interesting. She is absolutely freaking adorable. Puppy or, or no? Three years old. Okay, so just out of puppy Mellow face. Mellow as much. can be. Oh, look at that. Very trusting. And uh, her previous owner seemed to be kind of a turd. Mm. Um, and in fact, lied a lot about it, lied about a lot of the aspects of her. Mm. Like said, she isn't potty trained. She is. Uh, yeah, it was it was bad. Like all the like the rundown. I was like, man, this is a crap dog. But my sister was like, she seems totally cool. Yeah, she took a bit of a leap of faith, and so far she's been sure enough. Yeah, she's been great. I did watch some more of that uh, Netflix show Dark. Oh, how'd you like? Would you like it? Essentially, you'd 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 get into it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've out. always wanted to. I saw Into the Spider Verse. Oh, is that good? Holy crap! Like, might be in my top 10 movies of the past, like, 10 years. Mm. It is flipping fantastic. Like, the level of animation, the design is just unreal. It's one of those movies, like, I didn't even know they could make movies like this. Yeah, those, are, those are fun. that good. Those are fun to watch. So good. I'll have to check so it out. Good. I haven't had a chance to see it. I'll get, when I get done with Dark in, like, a month and a half, then I'll check it out. What did I do on Saturday? I did nothing on Saturday. That sounds awesome. I thought I did something. Else. Oh, yeah, I went to go have lunch. With, yeah, I went to a wedding on Friday. I went to have a lunch with uh, my old high school friends on uh, on Saturday. Mm. It was fun. It was cool. Reminiscing and such, huh? Good reminiscing. Yeah, exactly. What are you up to these days? N you know, nothing. Cool. Nothing. Right on. Yeah, it's kind of the same I was doing a few I years ago. Quesadilla. I went to El Tapatio over on Sunday. Oh, that's good. I like that place. Yeah, it was pretty decent. Uh, anyways, uh, what do you got coming up for bonus episode? Still looking into that. All right, sounds good. So uh, $1 and up patrons. All YouTube channel members, stay tuned. In about 10 to 15 minutes, uh, we have a bonus show. A couple last Super Chats oh. here. Dragon Reborn, you need to check out the boys' TV show. I was a huge fan of the comic, at least the very first two graphic novels that were released. 
I was a big fan of that. And uh, a friend of ours writes for the boys. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Uh, can I use your internet? Mm. I did mm. not. Yeah, uh, Big Jeff told me that. Oh, it's not a um, so that's cool. Everybody's been talking good things about yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about uh, it. So I'm going to check it out this week. Uh, Brian Jankowski also, he said, I've heard a few different places that say Vince is a flat earth believer. Does this surprise you? The look on your face right there says yes. And yeah, that would kind of surprise me too. I mean, well, does anything really surprise anybody? No, nothing surprised me about Vince, but. I have not seen Spider-Man Far From Home yet. Um, that is uh, next on my agenda. So we're going to get final confirmation here on this Truth Exposed. We'll, maybe, we'll, we'll do that on Post Show. All right. We'll check us out on Post Show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.